who say shalom and greetings to you and your family. For those who have come to hear the word of Elohim, we have a power pack teacher for you this evening. And we want to welcome you to our midweek scripture study by way of prayer school. We're studying the scriptures as it pertains to prayer. And it's been a blessing to those who have hear, heard the word and those who are uh, digesting the word and meditating on the word. And we understand that it's a, it's a system of prayer that we must learn how to do uh, as being ambassadors in the earth. Now, we are sounding the alarm. We're sending a warning signal to those ambassadors who have been a victim to false prophets, for those who have prayed over you, that we understand that not everyone can pray because not everyone is in right standing with the Father. And so we're going to get ready to go right into scripture to validate uh, that uh, that thought that we're bringing forth on tonight. We're going to come straight from the scripture so you can make sure you get it straight from the source. Now, tonight we are going to be distinguishing between uh, two uh, individuals, and that is going to be a, a, a righteous person, which ambassadors who, that, who have come into the knowledge of the truth, who have been initiated to the kingdom school of thought. They have uh, access and benefits as a kingdom citizen. These are the ones that uh, Yeshua was talking about in Matthew, uh, is, which is the ones who are righteous, the ones who are having dominion, was the whole reason he came back in the earth to restore us back to righteousness and dominion. Righteousness meaning being in right standing with the Father. And it's so important, so very vitally important that we are in the right standing with the Father, especially when it comes to praying. But what we want to make light on, or as the word says, is sharpening any two-edged sword, and it divides from light and darkness, and we're going to see some things that have been rooted in darkness. So let's get right into the teaching this evening. We will be talking about uh, prayers of the righteous uh, versus the prayer of the spiritists. And <clears throat> what we really need to understand is that this it is a notion going around that uh, you can be spiritual. I hear a lot of people say, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. But the spirituality, the spiritualism, or that school of thought, that philosophy, that way of living is, is rooted in darkness because you have to be, your spirit has to be regenerated, meaning it has to be born again, meaning the Holy Spirit has to renew uh, us for right standing and righteousness with the Father. When we become born again believers, then that's where our position takes in. Now, the scripture tells us that he wants all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. Now, we're going to be exposing you to the knowledge of the truth tonight. Now, it is your it is your choice. We don't go against anyone's will. We don't force anything. Holy Spirit doesn't force anything. He's a he's a perfect gentleman. So we're not going to be doing that to this evening. But what we will be doing is bringing forth light, a knowledge of the kingdom that you have the choice to rather follow or deny. Now, the choice is yours. Now, let's go into some things. We're going to see uh, just where we were coming from on this. All right, so let's look into this. So we see here the prayer uh, of the righteous. And so, again, when we're talking about prayer, we need to understand who are the ones that are righteous. And we also have to identify those who have been called agents of Satan, those whose source is rooted in evil. And do you know, ambassador, did you know that someone could pray but not be an ambassador? They can be praying from a different source. 
And that's why, you know, it's important for us to go back to the original because you see a lot of people today, especially especially the celebrities, uh, which there are no celebrities in the kingdom of heaven, but in the world system, they're, they're celebrities. And when these celebrities get up and win their, their wars that are, are a symbolism of darkness or a school of thought that has entered into them, that they're allowed to enter into their, their, their school of thought, they, they, recognize that they recognize God. And so we know when we go back to the scripture, God just means sovereign ruler. So if, uh, if and this is why the scripture tells us, and, and one of the things that Yeshua, uh, not Yeshua, but Moshe or Moshe, uh, was told by the father was he needed to make sure that I'm going to give you these tools to govern a nation. <clears throat> a lot of people know them as the Ten Commandments, but there were the Ten Covenant laws that were to govern a nation. And one of those uh, laws that one shall not break in that nation is not to have any other gods, any other deities, any other sovereign ruler alongside me, inside of you. So it's making the distinction that there is there is uh, gods. People uh, people uh, start religions after other gods. So we have to be careful when we say that. And this again is the trick of the enemy. And we're getting ready to go into it. Let's look right here <clears throat> in your code, which is AKA James 5 and 16. It says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective. It's powerful and it's effective because it goes back to the source. When we pray, we should always be praying from our source. The source that we've been rooted and planted in, just like trees planted by the rivers of water, when we bring forth fruit, it's because we're planted in a culture that is feeding and, and giving us nutrition to bring forth fruit. Same thing when we pray. We have to be rooted in the spirit, we have to be rooted in the culture of the kingdom, because if we know, if we root it in the culture of the kingdom, we know the laws, because the laws govern the culture in, 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 a, in, a, in a government. And so what we have to understand is if we know the laws, we know the precepts, then when we bring forth uh, praises or we, we petition the throne of Yahweh, we understand that there are laws and things that we just cannot do. And so we see here in your, uh, in your code that the prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective. It gets done. And this is the other thing. The father has set his malachs. The malachams in heaven are waiting and they only respond to what? The word. So when we're praying, we have to pray the word. Even when we, uh, we live our lifestyles uh, uh, and pray, that our lifestyles be aligned, we have to pray the word. So <clears throat> I can't pray against your will or because the father says he doesn't go against our will. He said, whoever will, whosoever wills will come. Whoever has, whoever makes a choice to come to me and follow me, then I'll give them what they need. But it has to be an exchange of thought. Now in Mishli 15 and 29, it says, Yahweh is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. So <clears throat> we make a distinction here that it is wicked spirits, wicked uh, individuals in the earth who have allowed spirits to renovate their minds and renovating their minds with the uh, mission uh, or the, the goal to deceive other ambassadors because their, their thought process, their school of thought is rooted in evil. Now, 
<clears throat> excuse me. Let's go to Tehillim 34 and 15. And it says, the eyes of Yahweh are on the righteous, not on the world, not on the sinners, but on the righteous. And his ears are attentive to their cry, attentive to their cry, which is a desire to communicate to, to the source, to the father. He hears those who want to communicate with them. But in order for them to communicate to them, to him and he hear them is them being in right standing. But the face in 16 here, but the face of Yahweh is against those who do evil to blot out their name from the earth. The righteous cry out and Yahweh hears them and he delivers them from all their troubles. Again, when we're praying, we have to make sure that we are in right standing. Now, <clears throat> right standing requires us, it requires repentance. We have a lot of people praying in pride. A lot of people praying to the father out of position. And so you must first repent. It's the first foundation for you to be in right standing. You must repent. You must exchange one school of thought for another. And so when we're praying, we have to make sure that we aren't praying from another school of thought. And also because we need to understand this is the reason why we're silently alone. There are many people praying and laying hands on other people that that are agents of Satan. Just because they, they call themselves ministers, the scripture tells us that they're going to masquerade around just as ministers, but they're ministers of Satan. They're ministers of their source, the father of lies, the father of confusion. And that's where we have to make a distinction. When people pray for you, you have to be careful. Uh, we, we walk around, you know, we go to these stores and things like that. And we may see someone and they want to pray for us. And the natural instinct for someone to say, hey, yeah, you can pray for me because I perceive it to be good. But you have to understand this is the same trick of the enemy that he used in the very beginning uh, with Eve, with uh, Hava. He presented himself and presented himself as not a serpent, but as an angel of, or malak of light, of truth, a messenger of truth. And because they perceived, because think about this, if you if you perceive something that's dangerous, you're not letting that, that danger come close to you and exchange thoughts with this, with this danger, with this, 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 this dangerous um, being. So he had to present himself as something that they may can identify with. And this is what happens when you allow people to pray for you that you don't know. And then there is a law of transference. When someone lays hands on them, they can transfer a spirit. How can they do that? Because if you open yourself, you make the choice to allow someone to pray over you. When they make that exchange and <clears throat> that law of transference um, is activated, then you allow that spirit to renovate your mind. It's the same thing that we see. Uh, we had an instance where someone wanted to pray for us and, and I perceived something. I perceived the spirit when it first came in. And that spirit was just moving around. And before that spirit left, that spirit prayed for people. And you have to be careful, again, because you don't know uh, what people are transferring. It may seem good. But what we have to understand is prayer is not just saying things and trying to get things. It's more to it than that. And so, of course, the first thing that a agent of Satan or someone that is operating in a spirit, a dead spirit will, will speak 
from a dead source and transfer that dead source into you. And then you wonder why all hell breaks loose. Well, you prayed for me and I seen everything, just everything crumbling. And, this. and they'll tell you, well, the father's working on you. No, they transfer something to you that you allowed in and it manifested. Okay. So you, the scripture tells us that we have to take every thought captive. We have to be careful. Now, let me give you this real quick because we just made a distinction from the righteous. Now, let's look at this spiritism. And this spiritism is really a philosophy, a school of thought, um, a system of thoughts that, that someone has allowed into their belief system and they live out their life according to the thoughts that they have downloaded. So what we have to understand, we hear a lot of people say, I'm spiritual, I'm spiritual, I'm spiritual. But your spirit is dead until it is regenerated. So if you're operating out of, out of your spirit that is dead, then you come from a dead source. And let's go back to the source of this dead spirit, okay? So <clears throat> Satan himself, Satan has ministers and agents who pose as ambassadors who have been exposed. They pose as ambassadors who have been exposed to the light. They present themselves as messengers. They present themselves as ambassadors. But when you look at the fruit, when you see where they're rooted, if someone's praying over you for abundance and, you know, seeing houses and seeing this and seeing that, but they don't have the fruit in their life's life, then you have to really check that school of thought. Because if it's not working for you, why are you transferring it to me? So you're transferring what's not working for you. Now you're transferring it to me. So you have to be careful. Now, Satan himself is a dead spirit. How is Satan himself a dead spirit? Well, look at this. <clears throat> Satan was in, uh, or Lucifer or Halil was in the very presence, the very presence of the Father. He was in heaven uh, as a as a messenger of light. He had a will, but as a messenger of light in the very presence in the kingdom, the place of of heaven, you have a will, but you have no right. To exercise and he exercised it. when he did that he willfully gave up his position and then again perceiving others but he he deceived another group of malachs now when he was found out he was sent down to the earth that spirit has no way of being reconnected to the father that spirit is dead so he is a source of dead spirits. Those who allow other spirits in, into their belief system allow dead spirits into their belief system. If you're if you're not born again and you have not your spirit has not been regenerated, you're operating with a dead spirit. So all these people out here that's very spiritual and can see things and see the future and things like that, and because they can do that, we normally would say that that they have a gift, that they are uh, in right standing, but that's not. That's not, and we're going to go to scripture in just a minute so we can identify those. So let's go back to this, this uh, note here. So uh, spiritism gets their knowledge from a dead spirit because it's rooted in darkness. There's only two sources of thought. <clears throat> from light, knowledge of the kingdom, and darkness. The source of lies is the old serpent. And they get their knowledge. They download a school of thought into their belief system that is full of dead thoughts. OK, and that's why you have people that uh, speak to dead spirits because they're familiar with them. 
this is why the scripture said you don't don't operate with those familiar spirits those dead spirits they they communicate with the dead because they are they identify as one so spiritists practice witchcraft I, last time i checked in scripture talking to the dead talking to the ancestors and they talking back to you and you telling people uh they're gonna they're gonna go here in six days and things like that and you think that <laughs> that you're hearing from the father and you're hearing from a dead spirit and they have the they have the ability to speak to other dead spirits because that's who they identify themselves as so spiritists practice witchcraft praying against someone's will is witchcraft you can't make people do things I've heard a lot of times where people were praying and they would pray over people and say, you know, I, I, uh, uh, you know, you going to do this or the father will do this or the father will do that. Well, again, having knowledge of the kingdom, the laws, rules, regulations, principles, all these things that the kingdom uh, has that's been given to us that will help us govern ourselves as ambassadors in the earth. Same thing. We can't go against that will. You can't pray and make somebody heal if they don't want it. First, you first they need to be born again. They need to be in righteousness because you can't talk. You can't pray to a dead spirit. You can't pray the will of the Father to a dead spirit. And if that individual is not born again, first question needs to be asked: Are you born again? If you're born again, then now we can move on to the next step. Do you want to be healed? I'm not praying for healing unless you want to but again it's been taught you you so you lay hands on the sick and this isn't that <clears throat> and so we have to know the laws so if that person is not willing to say hey i want to be healed then there's nothing to attach to so things in that nature now let's go to this last one here <clears throat> commanding people people is witchcraft i heard someone praying hey i command the government to do this and i command you to do this who are you are you the creative man oh you have created the teachings of the, the father the teachers of the leader nailed to the cross you you're responsible for for creating that you're responsible for creating the earth the father gave us dominion over the creatures in the earth over the over the fields over all these things never gave us dominion over people so why are we sitting here commanding people to do stuff? Again, praying against the will because of ignorance. We have to be taught. And that's why we need pastors because we need to be taught the word. We also really, really, really vitally important that we have Holy Spirit because Holy Spirit has a spirit of discernment. He can see things and talk to our born again spirit to help us uh, see those things and see the trick of the enemy. So again, we cannot command uh, people. It's witchcraft. It's rooted in witchcraft. And witchcraft is a form of um, is a action from from someone that is operating from a dead spirit. You have people that go to the palm readers. These people don't have born again spirits. I think about Pharaoh when Moshe and Aaron was going and 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 he was telling Pharaoh to release these people from the bondage that you put them in, and he didn't. And then the father told Aaron to, to stretch out his hand and the first plague was, was done. And then they said that the magicians tried to do the same thing. So again, they try to operate out of this dead spirit. Okay. <clears throat> so let's identify what the father is saying about these spirits. And it will end on that. And Leviticus 
uh, 19 and 31, it says, do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am Yahweh, your Elohim. And then 26 says, I will set my face against anyone who turns to mediums, mediums and spiritists to, to prostitute themselves. And when we see prostitute, we are a prostitute willingly gives up their temple, give their give up all of themselves to someone for, or in exchange for something else. So you give access because you're exchanging your will, you're making a choice for whoever it is, and that's where the mediums come in. The scripture tells us that Yeshua said, I'm the one that will lead you to the Father. Who, who wants to be in the kingdom has to come through me first, not through a dead spirit, not through a spiritist, not through witchcraft, but through me. And uh, to prostitute themselves by following them, and I will cut them off from their people. All right. Then Mishli 28 and 9 says, one who turns away his ear from hearing the law, which we know is the Torah, the teaching of the leader nailed to the cross that has given us access to the kingdom. Uh, even his prayer is an abomination. So the one who doesn't even have the ear or has knowledge of, of the word cannot pray. That's a wicked prayer. It's rooted in evil. And we have a lot of people that say they're born again, operating in the same spirit. They allowed another school of thought in. Okay. And the last one is Leviticus. Oh, we just did. We just read that one. And so what I want to show you before we get out of here is this spiritist. And I went to uh, into the Hebrew to get this, this meaning of this word. And let me show you something. Let's do a new share. Let's go here. All right. And that's that same scripture in Leviticus 19.31. And again, it says, do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists. Now, what I want to take away from here is spiritists. <clears throat> and let me show you something in the scripture that may, is not revealed until you study out the original. So I'll give you a distinct um, description of this spiritist. So <clears throat> what we see here is the Yod. And this Yod is the creative power, the ability that the Father has released and actually to spell out Yah is Yah Lamed. And so we know Lamed is giving us access to the spirit. But what I want to point out is this mem here and it's closed mem, which means something has not been revealed. What has not been revealed? Well, access to the kingdom. Access and to have power that has been released to the one Dalet that has access to the teachings that is governed by uh, the teaching of the one who has, they have a covenant with that time, they have an agreement with, and they don't have this. And when you have access, you can you can clearly reveal what's governing you. How do we, we see that? Through our lifestyle, through the fruit that we produce. And again, it's gonna go back to the father's ability because it's being released. And by way of him releasing that, it shields us and protects us from outside sources. That's what a fence does. And a, and a het has a madu uh, needer of a, a of a an ancient madu needer of uh, the pictor uh, picture graph is a picture of a fence. And what does it do? Well, it separates something. It it prevents something from coming in. It doesn't allow something in or to see into something. But they don't act, they don't have access to this because it's not revealed to them. 
Now, when we go to Matthew Yahoo, it tells us that uh, Yeshua told them in Matthew Yahoo, I believe that was uh, 13 and 10, he told them that the mysteries, the secret of the kingdom has been given to you. Who is that you? The one that has been in, that's in right standing, the righteous one that is in dominion because they exchanged their thought for another thought. They entered into the school of thought of the kingdom. And while, by way of them having access to the kingdom, they have all of these things that their spirit just does not have because the spirit is dead. That anointing is not being revealed. The Holy Spirit has not been given to them because they didn't ask. They didn't ask for it. They didn't, they didn't open their, their belief system up to allow Holy Spirit in. And therefore, the spirit is dead. So when the prayers come out, <clears throat> they're communicating. When they communicate, they communicate from their source, which is a dead spirit. Now, believers, we thank you for watching on this evening. We do want to say shalom. And if we do, uh, if you've been liking, again, you don't have to like it. When truth hits you, you have the the uh, the opportunity to allow it in or reject it. And we don't pray against your will. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, for touching those uh, hearts of those who want you to enter into them. Let them get more revelation. Let them get more understanding of you and teach them how to properly petition the throne of, of, of heaven. And we do give you praise for all that you're doing. And it's in your authority that's been given to us that we can say so be it. And we do say shalom. See you next time.